You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Vendo Podcast. My name is Nicholas Martinez, and I'm the VP of Marketing. Today, we're going to be talking about on-site editorials. This is going to be part two in the series on on-site editorials. We released our first uh, part of the series, I believe, about two or three episodes ago, episode 63. So um, if you haven't seen episode 63 yet, definitely recommend checking that one out. Um, that lays a strong foundation for what the on-site editorial program is, talks about uh, strategic product and keyword selection, review process of Amazon's uh, editorials moderation team, uh, how to get editorials written by uh, publishers, um, how editorials can boost your organic search ranking, and how to leverage advertising to maximize the overall effectiveness of the editorial and its impact on your sales. Um, so that's a really great uh, introduction and uh, really a tutorial on how to launch an editorial um, and really maximize the impact of it. Now on this podcast today, we're gonna be talking about um, how the editorials actually perform. So I'm gonna be sharing my screen. We're gonna look at a case study um, for one of our brands here at Vendo. And I'm gonna show you um, the different metrics we look at to evaluate the performance, right? All of those key uh, performance indicators. And then I'm also gonna share some best uh, tips and tricks or best practices um, for maximizing the effectiveness of the editorial as time goes on. Because um, for a lot of our brands, uh, we want this to be an evergreen campaign. Just like Amazon advertising, we want editorials to be running you know, throughout the year. Um, and so there's some strategic ways that you can go about doing that so that you maximize the chance of having an editorial running throughout most of the year, right? Because just like uh, products become uh, less and less relevant for keywords, Amazon looks at editorials similarly. And so if your editorial is less relevant, less likely to be helpful to the customer, then it'll start showing up less and less. And so you have to know what you can do to make sure that it is not um, dropping off of the search results, right? Because the whole point of this is having the editorial show up so that it drives clicks and drives sales. So um, let me go ahead and share my screen here and we will dig right in uh, to this case study. I think you guys are gonna be really excited to see some of this data, um, tons of uh, positive uh, impacts happening. And for those of you who aren't watching, I will, as always, do my best to um, explain what we're looking at here um, if you're only listening on audio. All right, so this is the uh, reporting. Um, uh, these are some tidbits from our reporting that we provide our, our brand partners here at Vendo. And uh, let, let, let's look at the call outs first. Let's get, let's get excited for, for what this data really represents. All right, so we launched this editorial. Um, for a uh, cocktail mixer brand. Um, and within the first month, they saw a 95% lift in sales for the targeted products, right? So they were targeting one primary product, 95% lift. Um, all of the products uh, across the catalog saw 222% lift. Um, and again, if, if you listen back on the first podcast um, about editorials, um, you'll, you'll understand why, but basically, you know, it's the halo effect. Even though the editorial drives to one product, one specific flavor of the cocktail mixer, in this case, it was a skinny margarita mix, um, there is a halo effect. So people see the other flavors and end up purchasing those instead. 
Um, so that led to a, uh, that, that helped with a 222% lift across all products. Um, and as we mentioned before in the last podcast, um, a big part of the, the editorial strategy is making sure that you have um, ads targeting the same three key words that the editorial is targeting. So in this specific editorial, we were targeting margarita mix, skinny mixes, and cocktail mixers. So we set up a supplementary ad campaign with an aggressive uh, with aggressive bidding, and um, uh, we wanted to maximize the likeliness of an ad or ads showing up sponsored brand sponsored product video at the same time that the editorial was showing up right. And, and the idea there is to create a, a search result environment in which your brand is dominating the, the paid placement. So you could potentially have up to four or five placements um, if you're, if you're um, bidding aggressively enough for your ads and your editorial is showing up enough. And so that led to a 108% lift in sales for our ads on that product. Um, and then uh, overall, the product during that month uh, saw that 35% of its total sales were directly attributed to the editorial. Now that's impressive, right? Um, and so what, what that means is, um, you know, out of all the sales, we were able to track through the, the, the um, URL, it's a trackable URL that's in the editorial, we were able to track that 35% of all the units sold came from someone clicking that link in the editorial article or the editorial placement. And, um, and purchasing. So big, big portion of sales there just from the editorial itself. Um, and then we also track the organic ranking of the keywords, right? Because as the ranking increase, as the editorial shows up and we get more sales on that editorial, those sales are um, attributed to those keywords that we're targeting. Same thing with the ads, of course. So we wanna track how the ranking is changing. And we did see organic ranking increase for all three keywords. So overall, really, really strong performance here. Um, let's dig in a little bit on this data that we're, we're seeing. So if you look at the 95% sales lift for the targeted product, um, you're gonna see that right here. Um, and that is because um, we are comparing to um, the T30 sales. So compared to the trailing 30 days, we saw a 95% lift in sales. We also like to look in at the trailing seven days. Compared to the trailing seven days, we saw 102% lift. And then compared to the trailing 90 days, we saw 128% lift. So regardless of whether you're looking at seven days, 30 days, or 90 days, lifts of, of uh, about two times across the board. Same thing with units sold, of course, sales and units sold are typically uh, uh, pretty aligned um, for, for obvious reasons. Um, and then if we look at um, the share of, uh, or rather the advertising right here. So where it says ACE in previous 30, this is uh, how much the uh, specific ASIN we were targeting was, was doing in spend in revenue and ad performance in the previous 30 days. And then this is how it was doing in the first month of the editorial. So as you can see here, um, we did increase our spend, uh, you know, we did increase our budget and, and bids. And so our ad spend did go up 101%. However, our revenue went up even more. It went up 108%. So this product saw its sales go up from about 17, from about 700 to 14. $1,450. Um, while that was happening, our ACOS actually improved on that ASIN by 3%. 
clicks went up 77% and orders went up 200%. And again, that's for that specific ASIN. If you look at the account as a whole, spend only went up 43%, but revenue went up 64%. And we saw a, a reduction in the ACOS of 13%. So a higher ROI. We saw clicks go up 36% and orders go up 59%. So across the board, whether looking at the specific ASIN or the account as a whole, uh, we see strong performance uh, on the advertising front with this editorial. Um, so sales overall, advertising sales, um, all, all seeing a nice lift. And then if we go up here to look at the share of voice, the SOV, um, this is the percentage of time in which the editorial is actually getting uh, placed for that keyword. Now, that means when, when somebody was searching margarita mix, our editorial showed up at 85% of the time. When somebody was searching skinny mixes, it was showing up 61% of the time. And when someone was searching cocktail mixers, it was showing up 17% of the time. And now the more it shows up, the better the results, right? Because if it's not showing up, it's basically like it doesn't exist. And so what we normally see is when there's a higher percentage of a share of voice, we see that the rankings improve better and, and more quickly. And so for Margarita Mix, we saw the ranking organically go from 25 to 20 by the end of the month. For Margarita Mix, we saw it go from 94 to 31, breaking into page one for skinny mixes. And we saw it go from 53 to 44, breaking into page one for cocktail mixers. So again, across the board, organic ranking uh, improved for the three keywords that we were targeting. Now, this all looks bright and rosy, right? Everything looks good. You're probably thinking this is a no-brainer. And 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 we agree, you know, we're running editorials across a great majority of our brands and we're continuing to push them as an evergreen strategy for the for the reasons stated. However, um, in order for it to be a, uh, a sustainable evergreen strategy, you can't just uh, you know let it be. You've got to constantly be monitoring it, constantly be reporting on it, and um, really working with your uh, PR partner um, and, and the Amazon moderation team and the publishers to ensure that the editorial is staying fresh, right? Because at the end of the day, Amazon wants to provide customers with the best customer experience. That's their number one goal with their business. And um, if you're constantly, if, if you're putting out content that is outdated, that isn't fresh, it's going to show up less and less and less. And of course, the impact is going to be less and less uh, as well. And so one of the things that we've learned over time um, to, to maximize the, the share of voice, the placement and the overall performance is once you see the sales going down, request a refresh with the publisher. And so what this means is the publisher will go in, they'll update the editorial, maybe put in some new content, maybe update the keywords. Um, the, the primary product you're targeting, the parent ASIN will remain the same, but they'll update the content. And so basically it's like um, starting um, somewhat from the beginning because you have to, the publisher has to rewrite some of the content. We then have to submit it to Amazon's moderation team for review and approval. So you've got that kind of three to eight week timeline that that, that process takes. Um, so there is going to be a gap while that refresh is happening um, in which, you know, your performance is declining. But once that refresh happens, it gets republished, refreshed, 
um, you should see your share of voice start to spike back up again. Um, and you should see the, the, the KPIs uh, start to spike back up again. Um, now, something that I want to call out is that the share of voice isn't perfect. Um, it relies on a data scraping tool that isn't perfect. You know, data scraping tools check the uh, Amazon uh, results you know, several times a day. But, it, but as you probably know, your results uh, as someone living in Los Angeles could be different from someone living in New York or, or elsewhere, right? The algorithm is geared towards your customer profile, your location, and other factors. So the data scraping tool might pick up certain information that isn't exactly true uh, depending on the customer's profile. So it's not always perfect. And so what we recommend is, you know, even if you're seeing your share of voice at 0%, you might see your directly attributable editorial sales um, still coming in. And that might be puzzling because how am I getting editorial sales directly from the editorial if my editorial is not showing up? So rather than just relying on the share of voice as your best indicator or, or your only indicator for whether the editorial is showing up often or not, I would look at these directly attributable editorial sales. And as shown here in this case study, um, the directly attributable editorial sales made up 32% of total sales for that product during the, the first month. Um, and, that's, and that's pretty strong, right? So if you see your directly attributable editorial sales start to drop to like less than 5% or so, um, that's probably a good indication that the editorial really isn't showing up that often. And then of course, if the share of voice data from the data scraper is also showing very low share of voice, then that's another good sign that the editorial is dropping off. Um, so you're going to want to refresh it with the editor, with the publisher. And as I talked about in the first podcast, um, you're going to want to go through those keyword research uh, steps. Um, so, you know, you're going to want to pick a keyword where the product's already ranking in the top 50. Um, and you want to pick a product, you know, uh, where you have a decent amount of reviews. There's no perfect amount, but let's just say rule of thumb, more than 30 reviews in order to maximize likeliness of the publisher wanting to write the editorial and the Amazon moderation team wanting to actually um, um, publish it. Now, that's how you can do a refresh with the publisher and then have it resubmitted to Amazon. But there's some cases where you actually don't need to get a refresh with the publisher. You just want Amazon to refresh it. And so in that case, you would really just put the same editorial back on Amazon's moderation team's desk, which we can help you with. And they would simply review and refresh the editorial. And so that might thereby kind of refresh it in the algorithm so that it starts to show up more. And you might be thinking, you know, well, it's the same editorial. Why is that the case? Well, it's really just giving Amazon an, an opportunity to reassess the editorial and decide if they think it actually should have higher placement than it's getting at, at that current point in its um, life cycle. Um, so that's another way, and that might take a little bit, uh, that might ha happen a little bit quicker since it doesn't have to be rewritten or updated by the um, actual publisher. Um, so those are the best tips and tricks on how to um, uh, refresh your editorial um, so that you can run it on an evergreen basis and have this be an ongoing part of your marketing uh, strategy, right? And um, something else that we've been uh, testing out here at Vendo is running editorials to be in parallel with event-based sales. 
So if you can run an editorial leading up to a big sale, that'll give your product a boost in ranking, which will allow you to, to, to maximize uh, more greatly the benefits of an event-based sale, right? If you're running this leading up to an event-based sale, once it's going to drive up your ranking, drive up your, your authority in the algorithm. And then when your sale goes live, it's going to have a better chance of performing. And then once the sale goes live, your editorial is still running. That sale is going to be merchandised through the editorial in a way, right? Because your discount will show up on that product in that editorial. And that will also uh, strengthen and reinforce um, your, your event-based sale. So that's one other tip and trick that uh, we've been testing out and has been working nicely. And then one last thing that I want to mention is, and, and this is really just about expectations. You know, like a lot of things on Amazon, um, it's in the control of Amazon, right? This is Amazon's world and we're just playing in it. I don't really like that, that saying because, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can offset that power dynamic. But um, it, at the end of the day, Amazon can just decide to take your editorial off. So always know that at any given moment, your editorial can be completely dropped um, and it'll have to go back through the writing and moderation process. Also know that Amazon continues to change their requirements and policies for this program. For example, in recent weeks, Amazon is increasing the, um, the minimum for content um, that needs to be in the editorial. So publishers are now seeing a lot of their editorials be dropped and they're having to go back add more content, write more about the product, you know, make it more robust. And, and I think that's a better experience for the customer anyway. It's a more thoughtful um, editorial rather than just a few bullets. But what's frustrating about that is you can have editorials that are running, Amazon changes their rules, that editorial, you know, disappears. And uh, you really got to be on top of it so that you can get it updated, refreshed, submitted back to Amazon and, and get it live again, um, because it'll just be completely gone. Um, so that is the last uh, kind of tip and trick on how to maximize um, performance on an ongoing basis. Um, hopefully this um, case study was of, uh, of interest to everybody. Um, you know, I think that I think that it's uh, it's uh, definitely one of our more positive case studies. And of course, it just is the first month of the case study. Um, but I, I, I didn't show you month two or month three for, for the sake of time. Um, but I can tell you that we're seeing that same positive performance in month two, month three, month four for this particular brand. Most brands around month two or month three, performance starts to die off gradually, um, uh, get, get worse and worse. And so when we see that happening, we go ahead and we submit a refresh with the publisher and or Amazon moderation team. Um, so that's how editorials are, are running. Some of the data we're seeing, best tips and tricks and practices. I uh, hope everyone um, found this interesting and helpful. As always, feel free to leave any questions below in the comments. Um, please follow us on um, any of our podcast channels, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, IGTV, um, and feel free to uh, email us directly at hello at vendocommerce.com. We'd be happy to, to talk shop and, and get your business growing with editorials or any other strategies. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week and we will see you next time.